Hello, parents. Casey here with the Nanny Advocate Podcast, where we are educating and empowering you, busy parents, in the search for your perfect caregiver. Stop right there. Take your fingers off the keyboard and put your hands where I can see them, even though I can't. Don't even think of typing the words care or city or even urban into your computer just yet. And why, you might be asking. Why can't I sign up to a nanny site yet? I just need to find someone to watch my kids 40 hours a week. It's simple. Ah, but is it that simple? I don't think so. Hello, parents. Today's episode is going to be a short and sweet one, very concise. Uh, As we covered in my last episode, there is so much more that goes into hiring a nanny or a sitter than you thought. Also, if you're not sure if you need a nanny or a sitter, be sure to check out our first episode, Nanny versus Sitter, to learn about the differences and distinctions between the two positions. So there is a lot more that goes into posting a nanny ad as well. So much, in fact, that this episode will still not deal with how to write your ad. That will come soon, promise. Uh, But today's dose of mom boss and dad boss education is all about the pre-work that goes into a thoughtfully crafted nanny ad. Yes, there is pre-work. Now, before you get discouraged about how involved this process is, think of your kiddos. Trust me when I say it is so worth it to put in a little extra work now. I know you're busy. That's why you're here. And end up with the perfect nanny than to put in a superficial effort now and end up doing it all over again because the person you hired ended up being the wrong fit. Now, why is this important? Now that I have your full attention, let's talk about your wants and versus your needs in your nanny search. What is a nice to have and what is absolutely necessary? This is important because you don't want to end up with somebody that is the wrong fit. You do not want to go through the ad process, the phone calls, the interviews, the hiring process, the contract, and the trial just to end up with someone that just isn't the right fit for your family. Now, your wants versus your needs is something that is very customized. It is something that is very distinct to your family and your family's needs. For example, if you are a bilingual household, maybe you'd like your nanny to speak French to your infant so his brain starts to get ready to speak the language. But if you happen upon a candidate who is practically perfect in every way, but she doesn't speak French, Should you really reject her in hopes that another practically perfect nanny who does speak French will come along? Maybe not. Maybe it's better to sacrifice the nice to have of a second language in lieu of of other awesome qualifications the candidate can bring to the table. However, if one of the parents doesn't speak very good English and needs to communicate with your nanny, and the main language spoken at home is French, 
And maybe as a family, you do take several trips to France a year that your nanny would be expected to attend, then French speaking would be considered a need, not a want. Are you starting to see the distinction? It's all about you, your kids, and your lifestyle. How do you live? Where do you live? What does a day in your family's life look like? These are all things to consider when thinking about your wants and needs list. Yes, there should be a list. Absolutely make a list, write it down. It's something that is very, very, very important to do so that you and if you are also with a partner, that way you're both on the same page. Another example would be Experience with multiples for parents that have twins or triplets. That is definitely a need. On the other hand, possessing the skills of a gourmet chef, 100% a want. You can always pre-prep your food or order meal kits as needed if she is otherwise awesome but can't cook a steak. CPR certified, absolute need always. Interested and good at arts and crafts, probably a want. However, being a good swimmer as a summer nanny to three kids who live by a lake, definitely a need. You may even need someone with certification as a lifeguard on this one. You will need to have a clearly defined list of what is a need or a nice to have. That also makes final decision making so much easier for you. Now, what will happen if you don't do this pre-work? If you don't define these needs and wants now, you will be in for a huge headache later. You, you will need to state these needs and wants on your ad. And if it's not clear what is required versus what is a luxury, then you will end up wasting a lot of time interviewing candidates that are just not the right fit for your family. And trust me, you do not want to have to fire your nanny and go through this whole process all over again because she wasn't a right fit to begin with. Now, what happens when you do do the pre-work? Your needs should be so clear on your ad that it should do the job of filtering in the right candidates and filtering out the wrong ones. You won't even need to do that step if your ad is right on the money with your wants and needs. You should end up with a much smaller pool of candidates to choose from. That way, you don't waste any of your already precious time on interviewing people that are not the right fit for your family. When you do this just right, you'll end up interviewing only a handful of highly qualified, highly skilled nannies who all fit into your basic needs. Once you hit that, then comes the fun part of addressing your wants in the interviews. This pre-work will save you a ton of time and effort and in the end will result in you choosing a much better nanny for your family than if you had just been super vague about your needs. So there you have it. You are now ready to sit down and get your wants and needs list together. Once this step is done, you will be almost 
ready to sit down and write out that ad. Join us again for another episode of the Nanny Advocate Podcast next week and have a wonderful day, evening, or weekend.